0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Vince. I'm uh, going to give you a quick recap of this past week. And I uh, spent the entire week with the members of the SPF Mastermind. Normally we meet for two days in person, but obviously with the circumstances with COVID-19, uh, we had the event virtually. And you know, I was a little hesitant in the beginning, but ended up being a really, really incredible week and uh, uh, we had a boatload of, of things to do. It turned into a monster of a week for me. But um, great, great insight, a lot of should shares, and I want to kind of give you a, a little bit of a rundown of some of the highlights that actually happened uh, during the meeting. So uh, the first thing we did on Sunday night, I did a kickoff uh, meeting. And usually I start every presentation with some type of a mindset uh, lesson. And I did it a little differently this time. We met on a Sunday night, and I brought everyone in on a Sunday night. And I talked about confidence, and I talked about trusting yourself and how important that is in the climate that we're in. And after talking about that, and obviously highlighting some of the members in the Mastermind that have done a great job, I took everyone through a, a guided visualization And it's something I'm thinking about potentially doing actually on the podcast. It's always more effective live. But um, I honestly wasn't sure of how it was going to go. But I did a live Zoom guided visualization. And I'll tell you, the feedback I got back from the members of the Mastermind after doing this visualization was really, really powerful. I kind of took them through the whole process. i led them through you know, what it was like for them, what the feelings and the emotions they had, you know, when they had to close their gym and um, the the feeling they had when people are canceling their memberships and all things like that. And I let them through and we started there and then we got through to the point where they got to reopen and the point, and I brought them into the future as well. And if you know visualization, you want to kind of, you know, work on visualization to, paint this picture of a, of of a bright future for yourself. So, um, without getting into the exact specifics of it, um, the feedback I got was from the members was a dramatic decrease in tension and stress and a really increase, a big increase of feeling calm and feeling more hopeful for the future. Um, just from this simple visualization exercise. So that's kind of what we kicked it off with, and I kind of think it got everyone started on on a good foot. And um, so Monday, our first presentation was with a woman named Carol Barish, who's a, a professional storyteller. And she runs a company all over the world that trains people to tell stories. It started as um, a program where they would do it for kids to write their college essays, but now it's turned into she helps CEOs write their stories, she helps um, business owners re, you know, um, tell their stories, and there's so many takeaways uh, from this one, but I think that the big thing is um, there's a quote from, I think Dan Kennedy said this, but he says, uh, facts tell and stories sell, and... If you want to be better at marketing, well, you got to be better at telling stories. And so what I want you to think about, one of the big takeaways I learned was, is to build a story bank. So you have stories from your business and you have clients that have had success. You've had, you know, different events and other things that have been successful in your uh, career and a lot of times when you write copy whether it's uh writing a landing page for something or writing an email or facebook post sometimes just writing these stories out is going to be the best marketing you could ever do because that's how people are really going to communicate with you well so that's the first thing one of the big tips we learned was to build this bank of stories that you can pull and you can draw from But the other thing that I talked about afterwards when she got off was what's your origin story? And your origin story is essentially why you started your gym. So my origin story for Gabriel Fitness is I was a fat, out of shape, offensive lineman that went to business school but hated business didn't know what he wanted to do with his life so I became a personal trainer and then I moved to San Diego and then became a trainer and then I opened my gym when I moved back to New Jersey like that's my origin story so I have you know the you know the 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 big challenge that I had to overcome with myself and losing a bunch of weight and getting fit and getting in shape and then transferring that whole story into helping others change their life and so that's kind of my origin story and you got to think about what yours is, and how that story will resonate with people when you sit down with them. So those are kind of some, some insights on the storytelling presentation that, that we had. It was really, really powerful, really awesome. We had lots of good questions and everything. So that was one day. And Tuesday was absolutely amazing. Tuesday, we had the founder of Zingerman's Deli guy named Ari Weinswig that came on and this guy is just on another level of business he's one of the top business leaders I believe on the planet and uh, he runs a 70 million dollar food business in Ann Arbor Michigan I know I've talked about him many times here on the podcast but he the, the cool thing about Ari is like he's this big time guy right big time guy but he's just so relaxed and so calm and he's so generous and he's so real and he's so authentic you just fall in love with the guy immediately and you know he talked about visioning and why visioning is really important and not necessarily maybe your vision for long term like maybe you have your vision clear of where you want to be in your life or your business 10 years from now but maybe 3 months from now it's a little murky and maybe a year from now it's a little weird right so he talked about writing it down in a visioning type of format where it's like you literally write out the story for what you want it to look like in the future and he's become a master at that and so that's like a good maybe a good thing for you to think about you know i'm uh you know going on vacation soon and I'm going to be sitting down and doing lots of writing when I'm on vacation and, you know, really just kind of jogging deep thoughts of where I want to be in the future. So it's probably something that you should think about. Well, he talked about visioning a ton. He talked about great customer experience there. The, his company, Zingerman's, is on another level of customer service. Um, and it was perfectly displayed um, through, you know, when he was on the call with us. When he was on the call with us, he had a woman on the call with him that was his assistant, a woman named Mara. And she was unbelievable. The whole time she's like fully engaged and fully alive and what's going on. And he, while Ari's talking, he, he'll he cite um, resources. He'll be like, well, yeah, this was from the book this thing and then she would post a link to get the book and then it wasn't about just buying the book but it was just get making the information and then another thing and then she would post a free article that he was referring to and she must have posted like 20 links throughout the whole time and i was like at the end i'm like this is what it's all about right this is this is one what good service is all about but this is what good having a good company culture and good team members is all about she was like unbelievable unbelievable to the point where when we were done with the call, we not only had a two-hour-plus knowledge bomb session from one of the top business leaders in the world, we had about 20 links to different books and articles and resources to go with it. And it was because this woman, Morrow, that was on the call with him, was so dialed in and so on top of it, she was pumping these resources to us like instantly, and so it was just, like, a great display of having great leadership, having great training, having good bought-in team members. Um, and it was just, you know, it was, like, it's funny. It's, like, it's like yes, like, that, that, that wasn't even one of the things that Ari taught. But it was just, we just witnessed it. And that became but we talked about it at the end of the call about, you know, almost at length about how that is just, you know, you want to know how you're doing. You want to know how you're doing? What do your clients tell you about your staff? Right? What are your clients saying to you about your staff? Are they coming up to you and saying, man, you are great at hiring. these. I don't know. These people are awesome. You do such a great job. Like, that's, that's how you know you're on the right track. Because if they're not saying that, then they're probably, you know, not thinking it. So what do you need to do to get going? What do you need to do to lead your team better so all of a sudden you start getting these compliments about your staff just like I put it out to Ari. So I mean there's so much to go into but it was it was a 2 hour plus talk with with Ari and it was just absolute gold. Someone sent me a text uh right after that talk. He was like you could sell that talk for 5 grand. Uh, 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 as as a bonus or something like that. Um, But it was was really, really, really powerful. So that was Tuesday at noon. And then Tuesday night, we came back. And we had another call with um, someone that I'm going to get on this podcast, a kid named Will Matheson, who I call him the tech nerd. And Will is, he was a former member of the SPF Mastermind. And now he's my business partner in a company called Nurture Ninja, which is a software that um, essentially replaces things like active campaign, click funnels, it's a landing page, emails, two-way texting, that kind of stuff. So Will's my business partner on it, but also helps me teach in the mastermind. He's kind of like helps everything from the tech side. So he talked about this new thing we're doing called the reactivation campaign using our software Nurture Ninja. And it I've talked about the sweepstakes before, and I talk about the sweepstakes as my most successful marketing event ever. But I will tell you this: this current reactivation campaign that we're doing is pretty much in line with the success of the sweepstakes. And what has happened in the last eight weeks, six to eight weeks from Gabriel Fitness, has been absolutely amazing. And I walk through the door, and the place is actually bumping. We can do stuff inside, we can do stuff outside. We got consults going on. We got um, dance classes. It's like crazy what's going on right now in a time where most people are not doing really well, and it's all from this one reactivation campaign. It's really, we took all of, the, all of the emails and all the phone numbers that we've had from past clients that paid us, and we loaded them in, and we did um, a, a very specific uh, reactivation campaign um, using a voicemail drop and a follow-up text and follow-up emails. And Will came on, and Will pretty much unpacked how we did the whole thing because uh, he helped us set it up. So it, it's been literally and I and I and I and I share these numbers with you not to brag but just to tell you the power of this type of thing. Um it's probably been about thirty thousand dollars in new business done in the last eight weeks. New business uh in the last eight weeks, all from clients that were not paying us before the pandemic. So it's been a great run for us and it's all of from reactivations and You know, there's tech things you need to know. And again, I don't like the tech stuff, but a lot of times it makes the job much more effective to do. So Will came on. He did a great job. He also talked about um, Google and he talked about Google My Business and how important that is for you to have um, your presence on Google My Business. So um, really powerful stuff uh, that night. And then we came back the next day, and we had a guy named John Goodman on. And John Goodman is like the online trainer guru. He's been doing this for years. Uh, he 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 told us that he was the one that invented the hybrid model. Um, and so this guy just knows his stuff, and and gave us some really cool insights. Um, even just the difference between virtual and and online training. And what he's saying, his main point about virtual was, yeah, we're doing virtual right now, but it's going to be hard to compete long-term with virtual training. And, and here's the reason. So you're competing when you're doing virtual training. And I'm talking virtual training being like you're following a live person, you know, while you're doing the workout right and you have people like p90x you have the beach bodies you have pelotons you have all these mirror you have all these really really big big money and and the mirror if you didn't know this the mirror was just purchased by lululemon for 500 million dollars so that company has some money to invest in good camera angles and good sound and lots of, and the best instructors in the world. Like, it's gonna be hard for the small local business to compete with all those things. Right? So that's virtual. And again, you should be doing it now. We're doing the Zoom calls now too. But long term, is it something that you should invest into? Probably not. But that's not to say that you shouldn't do online training, right? And online training is where, you provide services to people that maybe don't want to come into your gym. They may not want to come to your gym very often. Maybe they only want to come um, like once a month or twice a month, which would be more of a hybrid type model like that's been talked about. Um, so he, he did a great job of of um, talking about the difference between virtual and online and really making it clear that the future is in online versus virtual um, but, but he really made some great points about the accountability side of things. He had some really, really things that, that stood out to me that I took action on almost immediately. Um, one of them being just a simple question to ask your clients each week. But he talked about that the, you know, the, virtual, the, uh, the online training is really all about you know, the accountability and the engagement right? Is it, yeah, the workout's important, and I think the workout matters, but the, um, you know, it's really all about keeping people engaged and going, and we even talked about um, beginners in, in, in online training, and, you know, John suggested that, you know, beginners are most likely going to do in-person training, so, you know, I think that there's a level of fitness people need to have to be able to gauge in online training, not to say it's impossible, but I know a lot of us train, you know, moms that are 55, people that are 55 years old that, that never worked out in their life. And you can't send them an Excel doc and expect them to know exactly what to do. Um, so a lot of times these newbies, beginners, and you wouldn't call them that, but um, hey, they need, they need coaching. They're going to come to the gym. And then maybe eventually they'll be able to graduate to online training. But uh, some, some really good insights from John. Heck of a guy. Uh, we, we gave everyone in the Mastermind a copy of his book. And um, some really powerful stuff from an online perspective. And, uh, and then that night, I did another presentation all about personal development and influence and I kinda of pulled from my bank of Tony Robbins knowledge and I, I taught the three forces that shape your emotions, I taught the six human needs, and I taught the six laws of influence. And this one was kinda of cool and special because not only did we have the mastermind guys on, but we, I also, um, allowed them to bring their staff members on and and the reason why is I taught uh, these same lessons to the GFP team uh, right as the pandemic started and it was very helpful for them to help understand their own emotions but also to understand what's going on you know when people act and say the things that they do. Um, so I think as personal trainers, you know, you have to almost have this a little bit of a life coach type of knowledge to be able to influence people in, you know, a really, really powerful way. So um, it, it, was, it, was, it was really fun. It was really cool to see some of the team members of the guys in the mastermind and um, to hear them interact and, uh, you know, learning a lots of new things. So that was Wednesday night that we did that. And then we came back Thursday morning. Thursday afternoon around noon and we had a finance talk and the title of the talk was Cash is King Cash is King and that was uh, presented by a guy named Mike Waldron who runs Carmel Valley Financial who's the CFO to some of the top gyms all over the country and Mike did a a beautiful job talking about hey, what's the most important thing right now And that's getting to cash neutral. And I've been saying this, you know, ad nauseum. but it's really from Mike's guidance that he's taught me this, but I mean, cash neutral is essentially, you're not burning any cash, right? Cash is oxygen for your business right now. You can't burn any of it. And if your business is running and you're doing 20,000 a month, but you're spending 15, you got a 5K profit you know, 30% of that's got to go to taxes. Maybe you got two grand in debt and maybe you're pulling two grand from the business. Well, your cash flow is not going to be very good and it's going to be, it's going to be negative in that situation because you, you have to factor in debt, you have to factor in tax, and you have to factor in what you draw from the business. Um, and if you don't factor those things in... You're going to see twenty thousand dollars in prof twenty thousand dollars in revenue, fifteen in profit, and think you're good to go from a cash perspective. And it's not that's not going to happen if you're not factoring those other things. So he talked a lot about cash neutral, and and I'll say this: is a, in a pandemic, cash neutral is winning. And you've probably heard me say that before many times. In a pandemic, cash if you're not burning cash, you're winning. And so you got to get out of this thing of you're not crushing it, right? And there's some people that are crushing it. I'll be honest with you. At GFP, we're crushing it right now. Right? In terms of a comeback, we still have a ton of members on hold. But in terms of cranking it back up and getting new people in the door, we're crushing it. But we have lots of resources right now. We have a ton of we have a ton of resources, and maybe it's just you and a part-time trainer right now. You don't have the bandwidth to do the things that we do, um, and that's fine. But only you should only be comparing yourself to yourself. And if your business right now is operating at cash neutral, meaning you're not burning cash, you're winning. And if you're not there, you got to get there. If you're not there, if you're burning cash right now, and you got a savings account that's dwindling every month, you got to pull pump that, stop that bleeding immediately, or you're not going to make it. You run out of cash, you run out of money. And so you either got to crank the revenue or you got to dump the expenses. You got to stop paying your lease. You got to stop paying, you know, any debt if you can, right? You got to stop the bleeding. You can't burn cash right now. So that's kind of what Mike really was talking about. And it was a beautiful presentation. And we talked a lot about the PPP and the EIDL and all that kind of stuff as well. But, uh, really important to understand the financial side of this Um, and then thursday night i did another talk on goal setting and taught a let everyone through this was more of a guided session where i led everyone through uh, what's called rocks and rocks are your 120 day goals 90 to 120 day goals and these are the projects that need to be completed um, to give you focus. And I know that, you know, you probably set goals in the beginning of the year and they're like, when COVID hit, it, it all went to, went to the pot, right? And that's good. But now we're kind of settled a little bit, right? We kind of know where we're at. Maybe you're open, maybe you're open full go, maybe you're open outside, but there's enough going on right now that you can sit down and be like, okay, what do I want to accomplish by, September 1, October 1 or whatever date you want to put on it. What are the projects? Is there a certain do you, do you, do you want to systematize your business better? Do you need to hire a couple new people? Do you, do you need to, you know, start working with a financial advisor to help you more? What are the goals that you need? Not not the, you know, the goal is not get more leads, right? A goal is the project-based things that need to get done for your business. So, that's what I did and I guided everyone through and I taught everyone how to, there's a certain way you want to word these things so they'll get done. And I gave everyone like some specific keywords um, to, to label their goals with. So one, one of the keywords I tell them, which is a great one for documenting a system, is document and execute, All right? So let's say you want to really get your marketing plan going. Well, you want to document what you're doing and then you want to execute, document and execute. And then, you know, you can say that, all right, I documented it and I executed it. You can say that it's done. Okay. And that's the key when you're naming a goal or a rock in this case, um, that, that the way it's worded, you, you can say it's either done or not done. So that was Thursday night. We were on the, we were on the horn till like 10 o'clock that night because, you know, we had people asking questions and, you know, getting me to um, approve the the, the the rock and things like that. So it was really cool. We were up late that night. And uh, the next day we came back and we finished it off with a guy named Martin Rooney, who you probably know in the fitness industry. But uh, Martin has a new book out called Coach to Coach and did a wonderful job of firing us up and, you know, talking about coaching and talking about, you know, taking that, Um, level of coaching up a notch, and and he talked about the four key things, um, you know, that you need to be a great coach, right, and one of them was enthusiasm, right, what if, if, like, I was doing this podcast, and I was like, blah, 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 no, I'm kind of fired up to tell you about the week we just had, it was amazing, it was amazing, so, um, and, and the other one was empathy, empathy, right? Enthusiasm. The other one's empathy. It was like seeing things through other people's eyes. He talked about a story with his, his mom always used to say is walk a mile in their moccasins. Right? You got to know what people are going through right now, especially now. So two really key points of, of, of coaching and being a great coach is, uh, is enthusiasm and empathy. It was a really, really great presentation. Did a wonderful job. Definitely check out Martin's book, Uh, Coach to Coach, which I thought was a a really good one. And then we ended. And then we ended with a a really cool, we did a Jeopardy and a happy hour. And we kind of all hung out and had a good laugh and recapped the week. And it was a really fun, cool event. And so I wanted to just kind of give you the highlights just to tell you what's going on in our world, but also to give you some nuggets of information that was pulled from a really, really awesome week. And I'm you know, we ended uh, on a Friday, and I'm recording this on a Saturday, and I'm like, I'm a little wiped right now from, from doing I was on all the calls and, you know, fielding all the questions and stuff, but it's a, it's a good wiped feeling. I feel great right now that all the members of the Mastermind, all 50-plus of the gym owners in the, in the Mastermind got some unbelievable takeaways. And, you know, to be honest with you, if it was virtual... If it wasn't virtual, if it was in person, I never would have been able to get the lineup of speakers all together in one weekend. Um, Maybe not even from a budgeting standpoint, but also from a a time standpoint to line all that stuff up. So the virtual, albeit it's not as great as in person, it still went amazingly well. And we had a great line of speakers that um, turned into a really, really successful, cool week. So it was great. And we had two... Two guys that that um, uh, were guests of the mastermind um, that both gave me great feedback, said they loved it. One of them joined the mastermind right away, um, so it was really cool. And if this is a program that you're interested in, um, I'd love to chat with you about it. It's a it's a really really great group. Uh, you're gonna learn a ton from it. And, uh, you know, I'd love to chat with you. So, if you're interested, if you're interested in chatting with me and having a nice, cool, casual conversation about potentially being the next member of the SPF Mastermind, you know, hit me up. Let me know. You can just shoot me an email, uh, Vince at GabrielFitness.com, and just put SPF Mastermind in the subject and just say, hey, Vince, uh, I just want to chat with you on the Mastermind. So, shoot me that email. We'll step on a call. Uh, we'll jump on. Step on a call. We'll jump on a call, and uh, we'll see if it's right for you. But it was an amazing week, a ton of really great stuff, and uh, I hope you enjoyed and got some insight from this highlight episode. I will see you soon. Peace.